Hello, I'm Gary Wilmot, and this is Amdram Shoutout on Brooklyn's Radio with Dan Curtis. And I'm delighted to say that I have three lovely ladies in the studio with me, Anna, Tina and Cathy. Good evening. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you all? Yeah, yeah good. Very Thank, well. you. Thank you. Excellent. Now, you're here from Lost for Words. We are. Yeah. Uh, I hope not going to be Lost for Words. <laughs> we'll do our best. Uh, there'll be a very short interview. <laughs> I've not heard of Lost for Words before. Uh, who are you? What? <laughs> we are based in Woking. We've been going for about six years. Oh, okay. I started it with a friend of mine called Sean. We started initially to do a set at Guildfest. Okay, yeah. And then from that, um, we then started some kids' workshops, which we do every Friday, just teaching them drama and mm-hmm. musical theatre. And then we developed into the Amdram company that, that we do now. We've done a few shows. Started with Whistle Down the Wind. Oh, okay. A couple of years ago, we had a sellout at the Electric Theatre for Avenue Q. Oh, <laughs> great show. Good show. Um, and yeah, so we're on to Made in Dagenham in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so Made in Dagenham is obviously pretty new. It uh, had a bit of a run in the West End, but not a huge not a huge run, was it? But then a lot of new shows these days are struggling to, to establish yeah. themselves. Um, we'll talk a bit more about uh, Made in Dagenham, obviously, and due course. Uh, but let's find out about uh, the people we've got. We've got Anna here. She, now, you're playing Rita. Now, that's the lead yes. role. Tell us about, uh, yeah, how did you get into acting and musical theatre and all of that sort of um, thing? Oh, ever since I was at school. So I grew up doing drama. Um, as like extracurricular activity outside of school and just loved it and then got more and more into singing and then that just developed into musical theatre. And uh, so, yes, I've been doing musical theatre shows since I was in uh, sixth form at school and just kept going um, okay. as a hobby. Any particular favourite roles you've done um, up to now? Well, I did do a Lost for Words show. I did Avenue oh, Q okay. um, two years ago now, I think two it was, years, yeah, in it was. 2014. Um, I played Christmas Eve in that and that was a lot of fun. Oh. That was Possibly the most fun I've had on stage. It was, it yeah, was great. It, was it was brilliant. Not the most PC of roles. <laughs> not, certainly not. <laughs> no, it was, if you know the show. who knows Avenue Q, yeah. actually, to be fair, the whole thing's not very PC. <laughs> so, uh, okay, interesting. Very good. Uh, and Tina, um, tell us a bit about you and how um, you got involved. Uh, well, through a friend, actually, uh, Julie, who's also taking part in the show. She's playing Connie. Um, we've both done lots of stage stuff together over the years at school as well, like Anna, got our interest going very early on and then just kept getting involved with more and more and drum groups and lots more musicals and singing. Okay, and uh, what about you? Any particular favourite shows you've done or particular roles you've um, enjoyed? Well, the last role I did, because I've actually not done anything for quite some time, but about 16 years ago I did Stepping Out and did Mavis, oh, okay. which was the lead role in that, and that was great fun. A lot of dancing, which I, I really enjoy. Excellent. That's about to make a comeback as well, isn't it? Yes, Stepping Out with uh, yes. Amanda Holden. Uh, so, Cathy, you are directing I am. this bunch of merry men, or ladies, <laughs> mostly ladies, in the, this particular show. So tell us a bit about Made in Dagenham. Um, well, it's based around um, the 1968 strike of the machinists at Ford mm-hmm. who went on strike, the women there, for equal pay. At the time, they were receiving, I think it's 67% of, the, of what men doing exactly the same job was getting, and they decided that wasn't right. And so they had a song and a dance about they it. They did. They did. They put on their tap shoes. <laughs> <laughs> they went out on strike. And um, that led eventually to the Equal Pay Act going through two years later in 1970 at the TUC. Barbara Castle pushed that through. Mm-hmm. And it then took about another 14 years, actually, for equal pay for women to come in properly. 
Um, and I think, really, we're That'll still be made, fighting made it. in Dagenham too. There will be, oh, yes. Really? <laughs> Set in the 80s, that'd be appropriate. Now, of course, <laughs> there, there was a film version of this as well. Many people will probably have seen that. It was on over Christmas, uh, obviously, without the songs and the dancing. How close to the film, and therefore how close to the real story, does the, the musical um, stay? What? I think it's pretty close, actually. Yeah, yeah there's... Because the, the film itself doesn't use any of the real names. The, mm. the character of Rita, she's been created for the film yeah. and then taken into the musical. Mm-hmm. So, it, yeah, it's pretty close to the, to the film. Okay. Mm. Uh, apart from adding some tattoos. Adding the, uh, yeah, absolutely. Adding <laughs> <laughs> Has there been any particular um, uh, hurdles to try and get over in, in staging a production like this? Any... Any, uh, we had to make decisions um, about whether or not to bring on a Ford Cortina, okay. which, um, looking at the wing space at the theatre, at the Rodemagor Theatre, we thought that's probably not going to be in our best interest to spend half an hour shoving on a Ford Cortina, <laughs> if we could even get a Mark II yes. um, get the appropriate one. So, yeah. so there were sort of technical decisions. Um, yeah. We wondered if we'd get enough men for it, but we have 14, all singing, wow. all dancing, wonderful guys. Yes, which is um, quite fantastic. It is. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, now, uh, I've been sort of looking into, uh, I've mentioned to you off air, I've been through the CD uh, to try and find, uh, through the soundtrack to try and find something suitable to play at the end of uh, all of this. And uh, there's quite a lot of choice language. It's not, uh, it's not necessarily a family show as such. <laughs> it, it's an interesting one because the language isn't, isn't nasty. It isn't aimed at anyone. It's mm. just the way the women and the men speak. Yeah. So, so nobody's going out to offend with their language, but it's it's real. It, yeah. They haven't cleaned it up. So we're we're saying sort of a secondary school age, aren't we? Is, is and, yeah. and above is yeah. what we're recommending it to. And I suppose as, as long as people are aware that that you know it is of the time. I, yeah. I think you certainly some of the songs you can't lose some of the swearing in it because it's very much part of the the lyrics and the the way that the tune goes, doesn't Absolutely. it? So mm-hmm. I think you probably do take away some of the essence if you uh, try and water yeah, it down yeah. in any way. So tell us about Rita then, mm-hmm. uh, Anna. Tell us about that character. So Rita, she is a uh, working machinist at Ford Dagenham. Um, she's a wife, a mother, um, and she she's not someone that necessarily has a lot of confidence in herself. She doesn't see herself as a leader, as someone who, she, in her own words, she's not political, Um but she does have a strong sense of what's right. So when she sees that the women are getting getting sexually discriminated against, um, she that's not something she's going to put up with. Mm-hmm. So that makes her take a stand. And we see her develop into this leadership role throughout mm. the, the show. So that's her, her journey, as it were. Whilst also balancing home life, as all the women have to do. Of course. And um, looking after their husband, children and just the the struggle that you see there. And again, this was, you know, it's not that long ago, really, in real terms, but this was a time when, you know, women were sort of expected to be, you know, keeping house and, and doing all of that stuff. Yeah, and and yeah. so, obviously, the tensions between the men and the women do sort of come out through Absolutely. the show. That's like a massive barrier that these women had to break down. So the men, they sort of thought the women, you know, they're, you're just, they're just working for pin money, so pocket mm. money, whereas, you know, they, they weren't. The women were just as much contributing to rent and uh, paying for their children to f- eat and wear clothes um, yeah. as the men were in a lot of households. So it was that was one of the, the big barriers that they needed to break down at the time. OK, and Tina, tell us about Beryl. Beryl. Not Brenda. No, not Brenda. <laughs> I love her. She's a great character, larger-than-life character, 
Um, quite trappy, got plenty to say, but um, hard to go, really. And I'm afraid I have to say she's responsible for most of the swearing. Tina. But also a lot of the comedy. Oh, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> a light relief throughout the show. It's quite a serious story that's being told, but uh, yeah, so she brings in some, um, some humorous lines. Fantastic. So, I mean, it's very, I suppose it's very much musical theatre fair that you've got the comedy and you've got, you know, the serious story that's underlying everything. And so it, it does seem to translate quite well to a, to a show. Uh, how, how have you found directing that, Cathy? And, and the script is fantastic. The script is so beautifully mm. written, isn't it? Mm. it it's, um, I've not had to do very much at all. We've obviously, we've talked about the history and, Anna and Akil, who plays Eddie, um, we've talked about their relationship. And it's, it's really, as long as everyone is really listening to the text and using what they've been given, it's just come alive. It and we're, plays, it does, it? doesn't it? The mm, script is yeah. beautiful. Mm. And the tunes are really good as well. Yeah, Listening they're great through, fun. Actually, and they're, they're very much of the time. They're, they you know, very much fit um, the era that, they, that the, you know, the show is set in. Uh, and they're, yeah, they're very catchy and very, um, you know, you find yourself tapping along uh, to them. And a couple particularly, I like, um, I like the Henry Ford song. That's probably yeah. my favourite at the moment. <laughs> but uh, there's several reasons why I couldn't play that one yeah. <laughs> tonight. And even worse on the soundtrack than in the actual script, in fact. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll bear that in mind. He's, but, he's uh, added a couple. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but again, you know, really... Um, uplifting and, and interesting so. music uh, and, and given that there's this underlying um, you know serious story underneath and, and a true story as well mm. it's a really interesting balance of a show it's lovely to have it underpinned by having Harold Wilson and Barbara Castle mm. so real existing characters that we can look up their history and the, the choices they made on certain votes and so we, yeah. we've got them absolutely pinned and then to have, to build around that, and to sort of then you've got the balance of how much of the story is true and how much of it has just been tweaked to make a good piece yeah. of theatre, but with these central characters that that were there at the time, it's it's lovely. But also very well, one of the things I thought quite interesting, without wanting to get on to the big debate of the day, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know but, what you're talking about. No, I, don't. I, I don't mean England leaving the Euros. Uh, there well, was sort of. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> But there's the song, Harold Wilson songs, and the, and the balance of payments, and the, if you buy more than you sell, yeah. and, and, and actually, that was before all of this stuff happened, and, and yet, here we are again, these things do tend to be cyclical. Definitely. Um, uh, and uh, in some ways, it feels quite topical. Again. Very much so. I think, I think we all felt it on Sunday at our last rehearsal. We didn't discuss it specifically, but there was definitely a different mood in mm. the rehearsal room following the, the result. Yeah. And that was before the football. <laughs> Excellent. So we're going to we're going to play a song in a minute. But of course, um, I want to know where it's on, when it's on, and all of that, so we can get along and see it. So tell us all of that stuff. We are on at the Rodemagor Theatre in Woking from the thirteenth to the sixteenth of July, seven thirty, with a matinee on the Saturday at, on the Saturday at two thirty, yeah. and you can book tickets via our website, which is l4w.co.uk. Oh, nice easy one! I like, I like, easy, <laughs> like easy websites. Uh, fabulous. So the song that I found 
with uh, with no swearing in <laughs> <laughs> the one song. Uh, it's, I'm not sure what it's called. Is it called Cortina? Yes, yes, it is. Okay, because I downloaded the soundtrack but didn't look at what the titles are. <laughs> um, so tell us about where this fits in the show and, and what it's all about. Then this song. Who's gonna go, go on, on, Anna? Anna. <laughs> Uh, so this is a point where one of the girls is showing um, a less commitment to the to the lady's cause. And mm-hmm. So Rita actually throughout the, through the course of the song, she's trying to persuade her away from um, giving over to the Ford executives and taking part in this Cortina song, um, which is a promotion for the for the new uh, model. Okay, um, so this was, was about them wooing this this person away to try and break. The, yeah. the stronghold of the women. <laughs> okay, well, I wish you all the very, very best Thank you. with Thank the you. show. Uh, it sounds amazing and uh, a lot of fun, and it sounds like you're having a lot of fun putting it all together as well. Uh, so, yeah, all the very best with that. And this, this is uh, to get, get you in the mood. This is called Cortina. <laughs> There you go, that's Cortina. Oh, I forgot to play out. Uh, That's Cortina for Made in Dagenham, and that is playing for everyone involved in Lost for Words production of Made in Dagenham, taking place at the Red McGaw Theatre over in Woking. From the 13th to the 16th of July, 7.30, and there's a matinee on the Sunday as well. Tickets available from the website, which is l4w.co.uk. And I just was going to check how much they were. I think they're about £14, from what I remember. Uh, so but head over to there and have a look. It does sound like a really good show. Uh, 14 50 are the main tickets, £12 for concessions. There's also group discounts and school discounts available as well. So uh, do enjoy that. Lost for Words production made in Dagenham. Uh, the musical. It's uh, secondary school upwards. That's what they were saying. So <laughs> you'll be aware of that. And all the very best. And thank you once again to Anna, Tina and Kathy, Also Owen, who was hiding in the background as well for coming in and telling us all about that. If you're involved in a local theatre group and have a show, auditions or event you'd like featured on the Amdram Shoutout, then get in touch with Dan. Email studio at brooklandsradio.co.uk.